to the podcast of ideas. I'm Rob Lyons. Today we're talking about France today and I'm joined by Dr Shirley Dawes who is a lecturer at the UCL Institute of Education in London who is producing a session France, Liberté, Egalité, Fraternité now at the Battle of Ideas on Sunday the 18th of October. So Shirley what inspired you to produce this session? Well, I suppose a a lifelong love of France, French people, the French language. Um, It's sort of what I've always been involved in professionally and personally, I suppose, in many ways. But also the Charlie Hebdo killings really struck a chord, not just with me, obviously, but made me think about where France is now and and what's changed. And and really the reaction I found quite stunning. And over the last few months, things have happened that have made me question quite a lot about what I've always believed in in, as far as France is concerned. So let's talk about the France in your mind's eye as it were before these things happened. what, what, What made France distinct from say the UK? Well I suppose the particular and possibly exceptional intellectual and cultural heritage, um, its literature and its language and not least at all its cuisine which I would still argue is second to none in many respects. And that's how I've always seen France, that it it offered something quite distinctive and and I think particularly ways of thinking and the valuing and particularly over the last period where I've seen a bit of a decline in the valuing of education and thought and ideas in, in Britain... I considered there was still a bastion of those sort of principles and values in France, despite what has been, I guess, over the last 20 years, a sort of commentary by an intellectual elite of the sort of decline of France, an idea that France has lost its way and that you can read all sorts of writers who will talk about an intellectual crisis, about a sense of depression. And in fact, I'm reading recently something where talk to people talked about the, the sort of a, a collective sort of suicide mission, you know, which seems to me a bit extreme still. But nevertheless, I think you started thinking, I started thinking more critically, shall I say, about, about France and French culture. I mean, did anything change because of Charlie Hebdo or has that just brought a lot of things to the surface? I think it has. I think it has brought things to the surface, most definitely. But I think it's also the follow-on from Charlie Hebdo has been quite an authoritarian response. Given that the manifestation of the people going out into the street after Charlie Hebdo in their thousands suddenly struck as a bit hollow when a week later, Dieudonné, whatever you think about him, was arrested. So the idea of tolerance and free speech was actually being completely contradicted. So Dieudonné is this apparently anti-Semitic comedian and he was uh, arrested very soon after. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, And then follow on from that, I mean, most recently, as schools have gone back in September, two things have happened. Firstly, every parent is now required by schools to sign a charte de la laïcité, a a charter of secularism, agreeing to the secular nature of French schooling. And then also, at the same time, they're bringing in now... And interestingly, a whole new programme in schools on moral and civic education that hadn't, hasn't existed in that way before. So to me, that, that there's some of the things that have been exposed, but also is, I guess, the way that people have reacted, or at least particularly the elites have reacted and the government has reacted, is to try and impose 
the notion of what French values and what égalité, liberté, égalité, fraternité really means. But it seems to me that that's very much a defensive response. And I, I think it's more a question that, a bit like in Britain, that those, all those values are up for grabs now. And how is that playing out in French politics? Because you know, we, we would expect a certain amount of authoritarianism from Sarkozy. Hollande's been in for... Actually, I've lost track. How no, the, in elections next year, actually. So we've had this socialist president for, for a while now, and we're getting similar kind of responses. So where, where is the French voter looking? Are we going to see a t- turn back to the Conservatives, or are we going to you know, see more and more pushing out to the fringes like the Front National? Well, interestingly, I think if you talk to a lot of middle-class liberals and, you know, Le Front National, is they're real, you know, terrified. Um, if you look at old Parti Communiste, so communist voters, traditional working class, as we might have once called them, have turned towards the Front National. So there is, a that's a bit of, you know, the bogeyman, really. But I think as well, there's also a, a disaffection. Um, Hollande came in saying that he was going to change things and actually nothing has changed. And Sarkozy is now there again, again, another spectre waiting in the wings. I think there's a problem and quite a vacuum, both at the level of politics and at the level of, of, of intellectual thought. That's not to say that everything, you know, is this sort of suicide sort of tendency. But France is, in a sense, finding its way, I think. And, and or at least try knowing that there is something missing and not knowing what it is. So it is that vision, I guess. It's about looking to the future. And the legacy of the past no longer seems to really hold good for people. I would say for people, for the elites, because I think there is a disjuncture between the elites and ordinary people, which plays itself out in various ways but I think particularly what Charlie Hebdo exposed was the fact that you know integration as the French like to call it i.e integration has been a disaster multiculturalism has been rejected perhaps that's a good thing there's still a feeling I think amongst a lot of people that there should be this real cohesive society and an embracing of diversity I don't think they know what that means in a real sense. And yet, you've got uh, Maghreb, North African, middle class emerging. There are changes going on. I'm not suggesting that France is completely stuck in the 1970s because clearly it's moved on. But I think there are aspects of France and French life that have remained, or at least have lagged behind, let's say, the Anglophone world. And I think perhaps there is a, a... the issue is about French protectionism, both of its language and of its institutions and its way of life. And as I say, on a, at a completely superficial level, that is played out in cuisine <laughs> as yeah. well. But I think at the, at the level of, of, of intellectual life, the, the sort of holding on to the French language has meant that ideas and things that are developing out in the wider world is not filtering in in the same way and I'd I'd say that some of the things that filter in for instance political correctness which may seem old hat here but came to France much later comes in sort of through the back door and that back door is actually French Canada which is quite an interesting sort of filter and prism really through which perhaps French 
academics and also um, probably political leaders as well interpret the anglophone world so tell me who's speaking at the session Oh, speaking at the session, well, I've got a really great panel. I've got, first of all, someone who's just brought out a, a, a book called The Way the French Think, and he's an academic from Oxford, and his name is Sudhir Hazelry Singh. And can I just give a little quote, because I may have sounded very negative about what I've been saying, and I, but I really do appreciate what he said in this about conclu- in his conclusion to his book saying that whatever the challenges of the 21st century are for, the fr- for France, the French will remain the most intellectual of peoples, continuing to produce elegant and sophisticated abstractions about the human condition. So I think, you know, I've got someone there who has written a book which is extremely well-researched and who knows an awful lot about France and the French historically and contemporarily. And he will be discussing with... Two journalists, actually. One is Jerry Feely, who is the European editor for Courrier International, based in Paris. And he's Irish, but has lived in Paris for many, many years. So there's an interesting take there. And Benedict Pavieu, who is the correspondent based in Britain for France 24. So I think we've got three people who know their stuff and um, hopefully we'll have a really interesting, lively in-conversation. Great. Thank you very much, Dr Shirley Laws. So if you want to find out more about that session and the rest of the Battle of Ideas programme, please visit battleofideas.org.uk and to find out more about these podcasts, go to instituteofideas.com forward slash podcast. Thanks. (laughs) 